Hey everyone, welcome to the Startup Podcast. This is your host Casey, and today we're going to dive in um, with the topic of self-taught programmers versus bootcamp programmers. What is better, the pros and cons of each, and what you should do if you want to start up and become a freelance developer or just a developer for a you know great company like Facebook or something like that. So I'll dive into that and let you guys know what I think. Uh, and let's get into it. So for those who didn't listen to episode zero, and by the way, you should, um, it just goes into detail about what this podcast is going to be about, um, what I plan on talking about and, uh, kind of who I am and why I started the podcast. So go check that out if you didn't. Episode zero. Um, but anyways, uh, more about me. If you didn't listen, uh, I'm a software developer. Um, I've been at that profession. I've been at that profession for about five years now. Um, I graduated with a bachelor's of science degree in computer science um, and a minor in statistics. Um, so... I've been mainly developing in C-sharp and Java, um, for those who know programming languages, um, my entire career and throughout college, but um, I've also used everything from HTML, CSS, and JavaScript to um, R and SQL. So for those who you don't understand programming languages or no, at least have heard about them, maybe you understand but those are just a wide variety of programming languages. So I've used a lot, but mainly have stuck with C-sharp and Java, um, both, in, both in college and my career professionally. Um, but on top of being a developer, I also do some freelancing on the side. Uh, basically, that's mainly creating websites and web apps um, for clients and also doing some SEO and ads for them. Um, so I do have a lot of experience in HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, um, as well, um, freelancing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of just a little bit about me in my, uh, tech background, I guess you could say. Um, am I the best developer out there? Uh, definitely not. There's, you know, many more people that are more qualified than me, uh, have many more years experience than me, but... I think I'm very qualified to talk about getting into the development field. Um, I've done it. Um, I've, like I said in episode zero, I've gotten three promotions in, um, I'd say about well about five years. So, um, you know, I'm definitely qualified to to talk about my experiences, how I got into development, and how to get promotions once you're in there. Um, so that's kind of what this episode is going to be about, um, basically just debunking some of the myths out there and then answering some of your questions. So, um, yeah, I guess let's get into it here. Um, and I'm just going to kind of go over some questions that I commonly hear in the field and then debunk some myths. Um, so let's jump into it. So the first question I'm going to jump into, and I feel like it's a huge topic, 
all over the internet. Um, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everything. I think the biggest question nowadays is how you can first get into development. You know, can you get in with a boot boot camp degree um, or certificate, I guess you could say? Um, or, you know, can you get self-taught and get a job? Um, so I'm gonna dive into both uh, of those. So first I'll start out with self-taught. Um, in 2020, definitely this is a path. Like for whoever says that you can't get a development job by becoming self-taught is, I, I would say completely lying to you. I know people, I've worked with people who have become self-taught and got a job in um, the development field. So it is 100% doable. Um, some tips if you want to go that route. And then I'll go into some pros and cons as well. So tips. Um, I would find a YouTube tutorial that's of someone that you really like or is honestly just a good teacher um, and kind of you know, start at the very basics. Um, you, the very basics, you might pick up very quick, but truly, truly understand the basics. I think that's the biggest thing when you start becoming self-taught because as you, you know, start creating some projects and stuff, you want to truly know the language. So when you get stuck, you have an idea of where, what to Google, um, what to YouTube, you know, kind of what to look for. And if you don't truly know the basics, uh, you could get stuck and it could get frustrating. So truly, truly, you know, watch the tutorials. I know it might get, you know, boring some and stuff like that, but watch the tutorials, you know, maybe two, three times until you really get it. And even the basics, you might pick up the basics of programming, like doing a simple math equation, very simple. Um, but truly understanding what goes behind the scenes is important so that would that'd be my first step find a good tutorials series course there's free courses on youtube guys that are great um that's how i've learned so i learned java in college but then how i learned c sharp javascript sql everything else that was actually on youtube i self-taught that um so i had an understanding from my java um background but i learned um, you know, the other languages on YouTube. So there's some great tutorials on YouTube, great free courses. Um, if you want to buy a course, I'd recommend Udemy, uh, Coursera. There's some other good ones out there. Uh, I, those are the two that come to mind. Those are the two that I've also used um, as well. So the, that would be the first thing. Find a YouTube tutorial of the program programming language you want to learn. You want to learn, sorry. Um, and then dive in. Maybe watch that twice. I would say for sure twice till you get it down pat. And then um, kind of go from there. And what I mean go from there is start working on por portfolio projects. Um, and those are basically small projects that you can kind of show off later um, when you start interviewing for positions um, in the development field. Um, so that's a huge thing with self-taught. I would definitely, definitely use a portfolio. In one of those intro videos that I was just talking about, or in one of those intro tutorials that you do, and it's your first application, like it could be 
I don't do hello world because everyone will do that but do like your first like typically like a calculator problem or you know a little solution will be one of the first ones you ever do because it's pretty simple save that say okay this is this is literally where i started from and then when you create you know um you know an application as you get you know a couple months into it and be like this is how i progress and this was 100 self-taught that will that will make some head turns like that's impressive not a lot of people can do that so if you can do that that's very cool so i would recommend portfolios saving everything you do um and yeah and for portfolios i would recommend github every developer uses that if you don't know what github is um honestly just watch a youtube video on it it's really simple basically you create a project and you can just upload your files to this like hosting center then it just hosts all your files so someone can go and basically download it and you know run it on their local machine and check out kind of just basically it'll allow your employer to check out your work um without having you to like email it to them or something so it makes it just super simple um so yeah those would be my first two steps um you know kind of find a tutorial get the basics start creating your portfolio open a github account and then kind of just keep progressing um there is a million different projects that you can find on youtube for any specific programming language so you know as you do one you know go to the next one there's an on the recommended videos there's going to be more so just keep going um that's what i would continue to recommend um so the next piece would be don't get too caught up on a specific language um what i mean by that is if you want to learn to program just pick a language and go for it do not listen to every everything you hear um, say you pick JavaScript and, oh, you hear this one, one person say Python is the way to go. Don't, and then you change to Python. Don't do that. When you pick a language, stick to it. Employers will literally hire you if you know a programming, programming language and then pay you to learn their language. It's insane. People don't understand that. It is, it is, it's amazing. If you know programming language, they understand, okay, how hard that is for someone to learn actual programming language and the concepts of programming that they will pay you to come to their company and learn what they use. Um, so I don't think people know that. And that's a huge, you know, kind of mistake. Um, if you learn a language, a company will hire you and, you know, will pay for you to learn another language and that's huge because now you have another language on your resume so i mean it's a win-win that you get a good developer and you get to add to your resume um so i don't know why people aren't doing that honestly because it is a thing it 100 is a thing i know someone that left my company and they basically for the first three months they were going um, on an all-expenses-paid sem seminar to learn a new language. 
Um, so yeah, that's also another tip. Pick a, lang- pick a language and stick with it. Learn it through tutorials and projects. Save those projects in a portfolio. Those are kind of the three basic steps. And then lastly, don't forget about the soft skills. Um, can't tell you how many times we've, we've had developers walk in and they can barely hold a conversation um, in an interview. So that's honestly super important to um, to be able to you know have a conversation, hold a conversation, you know shake someone's hand, um, just stuff like that because you'll be surprised you're you're ahead of 50 percent in the field if you can do that. And that's huge, especially if you go to a smaller company. Developers are honestly sometimes the consultants, so they have to talk face to face with the customer. And if you can't do that, they they just can't hire you, even if you're the best developer. So that's very misunderstood too. Like you need to have good communication skills and a good attitude. Um, if you can do that, that's honestly you're fifty percent ahead of half the people. Because we get half of the half of the people that we have to interview, we just can't hire purely because of the soft skills. So don't forget about that um, when you're doing this too. Um, and then lastly, once you kind of you know get a hang of the language, you think you learn it and want to start applying, um, I would Google interview questions for that language um, and just study, study, study. Um, technical interviews can kind of suck. I'm not gonna lie, they're made for you they're like made for you to fail which doesn't make sense but that's what employers do um so i would just do that um but yeah that's kind of the step by step i would do for self-taught um pick a language stick to it don't change learn it through youtube tutorials or a course um create a portfolio as you start and you know progress through the language um, work down your work on your soft skills and interview skills, um, and then just start applying and just start applying everywhere you can. Um, because, you know, I'm not saying all companies don't care about a degree, but there is so many that don't. Um, Google, Facebook, all these big tech companies keep coming out saying that, you know, they don't they don't need a degree to be a developer. So there are companies out there. Um, and you'll just probably have to apply a lot. So that's what I would say about uh, self-taught developers and kind of my thoughts behind all that. Okay, so for bootcamp, um, I'll probably, obviously you don't need as much structure for bootcamp, so I won't go into it as much. Um, and bootcamps actually help you find jobs. So I'm just gonna kind of give my overall recommendation and thoughts behind uh, bootcamp. Um, so I have worked beside and along the side people who have gone um, to bootcamps um, and kind of know their story. So I feel like I can talk on this one a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so when I hired, got hired into my first job out of college, um, around the same time, we actually hired someone um, that graduated from boot camp. So um, I talked to them a lot, um, kind of 
what the structure was, how they liked it, what they didn't like, um, kind of stuff like that. So, um, I think bootcamp is a great direction, um, honestly, especially if you maybe need some, uh, motivation, um, to kind of get up and learn every day. Um, cause that's, you know, obviously the clear benefit of bootcamp are having instructors and kind of a structured way to learn programming, um, where as if you're self-taught, you know, you kind of find this, you find a tutorial that you really like and is really good. But after that tutorial, how do you keep, you know, how do you keep expanding on what you learned? Um, you know, that can just be more projects, but you know, sometimes there's, there's a better way to do that than just completing projects. But you know, that's, people learn differently, so you never know. Um, but if you learn, if you did really well in school and you learn kind of better in a classroom, boot camp 100% would be for you because that's kind of what it is. You know, it's 12 weeks to 16 weeks ish typically. And then, you know, you're, you know, you're, I think you're in a classroom for probably three to four or five days a week. Um, and if you're not in class, you know, you're doing remote, you know, homework and stuff like that. So that that part i think is a huge benefit to boot camp obviously you're paying for that but it's a huge benefit if you get stuck you have an instructor you don't understand something you have an instructor to kind of help you along and when you're self-learning you don't obviously so that's a huge benefit i think um and then throughout the course they help you build projects that you can add to your portfolio portfolio directly which obviously like i said for self-taught it's huge to have portfolios um nowadays especially with everyone saying that they can program and you know do stuff like that and everyone becoming more tech savvy um it's huge to say or huge to have a portfolio and be like yeah this is this is what i did this is what i can do um so in a boot camp scenario boot camp scenario they they create a portfolio with you so it's um that and it's very well structured you're not gonna you know start out with a very large daunting project you know you're going to ease into it and you know they they know how to do this stuff and they know how to structure courses so i think you know that those two things are huge um and then just another benefit like i said before the structure um having you know three to five days and then in a classroom setting where you're all you're doing is learning about that it, even though you may not be making money um, while you're in this boot camp, it feels like you're accomplishing something. And when you just watch you, watch YouTube videos and you're kind of just by yourself, it may make you feel less accomplished, even though you're doing kind of the same thing. So maybe if you're one of those people, you know, like that you need to feel accomplished, maybe boot camp is right for you. Um, just because of that aspect, you know, that's that's complete opinion. Um, you could feel more accomplished watching YouTube videos and doing something completely by yourself, um, without an instructor. So, you know, take that for what it is. Um, and then another huge benefit to some boot camps now is that they have no upfront cost. Um, and then only require payments from you when you have a job over, you know, some places it's 60 K and some it's 70. So, I mean, you were making really good money and then you start paying the boot camp back, which is honestly just an insane deal. Cause like you like no other no other degree you can do that like colleges don't do that and, you know, so it's 
an insane deal for you and them. Like they, they don't make you go broke and you won't go broke because another huge benefit is like 95% of the average graduation rate gets a job and can pay their salary back or pay back. So, I mean, that's huge. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's obviously a huge pro, but just to go over kind of the pros again, it's, you know, it's more structure. You have structure, sorry. Um, you have an instructor, there's no money up front, um, until you get a well-paying job. So those are some huge pros. Um, and you know, companies realize that these boot camps are being considered more and more seriously. So, um, my coworker said like, they didn't even care that I didn't have that they didn't have a bachelor's the boot camp kind of made up for it so as long as they had some sort of like structured learning and programming that's all they cared about um so I think that's a huge benefit too self-taught you know you you can do it it's just gonna be a little bit more hard than having like a certificate from a boot camp or a degree like you know it should this just is what it is um but at the end of the day I think a boot camp is a great option nowadays. They're starting to get so much more appreciation and uh, honor with them before it's like, oh, you know, it's just a boot camp, blah, 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 blah. But these are these are serious, you know, boot camps and you can learn a lot if you want to. So I think in the end, either way, you, you'll be able to get a job and find a job. I think a boot camp is more structured and you might learn a little bit faster since it's structured and you have an instructor. But either way, you're going to be able to get a job. Um, so I hope that helps um, with all that. And so now I'm going to get into one myth that I constantly hear is you have to be a math whiz to be a programmer. And that is <laughs> so far from the truth, um, especially if you're in like web development, you probably barely will use um, math at all like literally at all you're just going to be using apis a ton um and programming you know designing programming um kind of the functions behind it but rarely will you need like calculus so that is yes like in college you need to take it but in boot camps like i don't even think they were like i don't think they dive into math like whatsoever probably algorithms but again that's not really math like it's just basic algebra for the most part like that's what you'll need to know is algebra and like guys you have google on your side so it's it's that is such a such a myth it doesn't make any sense especially nowadays um with google too like you do not need to be a math whiz at all to be a programmer so if that's holding you back please don't let that hold you back please because it is so far from the truth um so yeah i just wanted to dive into that quickly and let you guys know um what's another myth um oh another myth um is kind of along the lines of picking a language um the myth i've heard is you need to learn more than one language and that's also completely false like i said before um companies now like good developers are so hard to find companies will find people that just know how to program a language hire you and then pay you and go train you in another language just because they know you can learn. It's such a big, it's honestly such a big skill set now on people's learning ability. And if you can learn quickly on the job, that's that right there is so huge. Like 
programming especially like if you can learn a language and then pick up another language quickly quicker quick because you know a previous language that's it's huge and you can do so much more into programming and development um but yeah like i said like i learned java throughout college and then also some web-based like javascript html css but my company um did c-sharp so they hired me still because java and c-sharp are very similar and they just put me through about two weeks of c-sharp training so that was huge for me um and then to go further into what language you should learn um it really doesn't matter um I would say if you want to be like a developer, stay away from HTML and CSS because that's more like web design, UX, um, which is like user interface stuff. Um, if you want to go into design user interface, HTML, CSS is like a must learn. So do that. If you want to be more like programming backend stuff, um, and just to iterate on that, backend is like the logic part. Like you click a button and you don't see what happens, but something happens. Like when you when you hit like uh, pay now, um, you know, it takes money from your account into and then transfers it into wherever you just bought it. Like you don't see any of that, but you click a button and all that back end stuff happens. Front end is like how it looks, you know, so front end developers, HTML, CSS, JavaScript for sure. Um, maybe you don't even need JavaScript, but HTML, CSS for sure. Um, but then if you want to go into the web development, um, I would definitely do JavaScript and then do Node.js and React um, or Angular. Um, those are frameworks, not languages. So people who know tech, I know that's not a language. Um, but though, that's what I would learn for web development. Um, and that's what I would dive into. Backend, there's really nothing that you can go wrong with. Um, I would say probably a good place to start would be Java or Python, and then C-sharp is also a good one. Um, and then I would learn also SQL um, because you'll probably be interacting with databases. So that'll be good to know. And then if you wanna go into analytics or AI, I would for sure do Python. And then also continue to learn SQL and even R would help be helpful, but for sure Python do Python if you're going to do AI. Um, so based on that, that's what I would learn. Um, I would focus on what field you want to kind of want to go into and then pick a language from there. Um, so I hope this has been helpful. I'm going to take a quick break now and we'll come back um, kind of wrapping up this podcast and um, my overall thoughts. But if you have any questions again, um, you know, hit me up on Instagram. Okay, welcome back. Uh, to wrap kind of this podcast up, I just want to jump into quickly how you can get a job um, after boot camp or uh, being self-taught. So I think the first thing is dive completely into the boot camp or being self-taught. I would give you probably a minimum of three months of learning the language that you choose uh, and then putting it into practice. So 
don't even think about applying for a job, looking for jobs for three months, I would say. After that, I would start creating a portfolio with the projects that you've done the past months or even build on top. So, you know, if you learn the language for three months, do the next two months of building a portfolio. Uh, you know, build projects that are relatable um, to the field that you want to go into and that, you know, shows that you've been learning the language. So, you know, I would learn the language first, start building that portfolio, and then sharpen up your resume, um, include the skills that you've learned. Um, if you went to the boot camp, put the boot camp certificate, stuff like that in the resume. Um Make sure you just do all the languages you learned, any frameworks, uh, just really anything. Put that all on there, even if you really don't have much familiarity with it. It's still it's still good to put down because you do know about it, and you know that separates you from some people. So that could get you an interview. So anything you learn or touch along the way, make sure you add that in your resume. The next step... Um, you can start looking, but um, for jobs, I mean. Uh, but I would also become familiar with technical technical questions. Um, with with the developer position, typically you're always going to have a technical interview, and with that um, comes technical questions. So you want to be prepared. So obviously, there's technical issues and questions specific for each language. So if you're you know, applying to be a front-end developer, um, study JavaScript, HTML, CSS. If you're, you know, in Google that, um, in Google, you know, Google HTML, CSS, JavaScript, technical questions for an interview, a bunch of results will come up. You know, get familiar with, you know, more of the common ones just so, you know, you're prepared on what questions will be asked versus what won't. Um, and then also... Possibly there will be an actual coding part of it where you have to, you know, code what they ask you to do. So I think another couple of weeks to a month would be great just going over the technical interview questions because that can make or break an interview. So, you know, a lot of it can be nerves and you know the questions and answers going in. But, you know, you get nervous in, inter- in an interview and everyone does. So it's... It's something to study for and be prepared for. So I just want to let you guys, you know, be aware of that. So after you sharpen up your resume and get involved or get familiar with the technical questions, um, I would definitely start applying right away. Apply to as many as you can. Um, Don't spam the companies, though, because, you know, that won't look good. But, you know, I would just apply to as many as you can. Um, Reach out out to people on LinkedIn, I think, is huge. Um, because, you know, people are people are always looking for developers. So, you know, if you just reach out, say that you've learned um, a language recently and just looking for an entry-level job, you know, that could get your, get your foot in the door, at least for an interview. Um, so that's what I would do to get the job. Uh, and then if you want to start freelancing, obviously, um, you know, a good place to start would be, again, reaching out to people on LinkedIn, asking if they need any, you know, development work. Uh, and then also Upwork and Fiverr are great um, places to start. 
but I'm going to do a whole nother podcast on freelancing. So I'm not going to get too far into it. Uh, this was mainly, you know, starting up your job in development or in the tech field. So yeah, that's kind of the steps I would take. Um, learn the language for three months minimum, uh, you sharpen your portfolio up, create one if you need to, uh, and then sharpen up your resume, learn technical interview questions, um, and be familiar with them. Then start applying and reaching out to people to get your name out. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, this kind of just goes into detail about, you know, the boot camp for self-taught and how you can get a job with either route that you choose, whatever route you're more comfortable with. And yeah, so once again, um, I'm giving, I'm doing another giveaway. Um, I'm giving you $200 towards your dream to start up your life. So especially if you want to become a developer, uh, this is a great $200 towards a course, $200 towards boot camp, whatever you want to put it to, I'm going to give it all you need to do to enter is give this podcast a five-star review, um, on any platform and I will be picking winners. So you know, please go give me a five-star review and you will be entered to win $200 towards your dream of starting up your life. So thank you guys. I appreciate you and I will see you in the next podcast.